Everyone talks about the freedom and being an entrepreneur and the laptop lifestyle, but no one talks about the pressure. When you're at your job, you concern yourself with your own area of responsibility. If you're technical, that's all you worry about. Your boss does the same. They concern themselves with management. The owner of the business is all about getting a return on their investment. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have to concern yourself with everything. The pressure is enough to make you buckle. Anyone who has to perform at such a high level needs to make self-care a part of their job. I'm going to give you the best secret to self-care as an entrepreneur. Stay tuned. Welcome to Reinventing Perspectives, the show that's all about wealth creation through a what would Jesus do lens. If you're an entrepreneur and you love Jesus, then this is the place for you. We are going to be looking at eternal principles to inspire us to the next level where we create wealth and make an impact. Are you ready for the power of a kingdom perspective? Thank you for tuning in. Without wasting any more time, let's get to it. Thank you again for listening in. I'm your host, Priscilla Shumba. And today's episode is about self-care for the entrepreneur. We're going to be looking at self-care for your mind and your spirit. It's all about keeping your faith. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says, For we live by faith and not by sight. Tip number one, keep your faith vault airtight. This is the environment that you create. Remove all threats to your faith. Negativity has to leave the room when you enter. Avoid people that bring you down. Number two, ever noticed how it seems like successful people know other successful people? Most of the time, it turns out that they knew each other before they were successful. Find your tribe. If you haven't found your tribe by now, you need to find your tribe. A few people that are like-minded that you can spend some time with and brainstorm. People come up with other like-minded people. If your friends don't get it, Find another group of people that do because it's easier for them to pull you down than it is for you to pull them up. Besides, that's not the best use of your energy. You're in a fight, fighting for your dream, fighting for your vision, trying to convince your friends to get what you're trying to do isn't your fight. Proverbs 15 verse 22 says, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Think about it this way. Albert Einstein, when he says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Insanity is basically being in your own head. And being in your own head is the quickest route to discouragement. Because you only see things one way, based on your upbringing, on your background, on your knowledge and exposure. When you have a tribe, say five people, multiply those things by five. And the outcome can only be better. Five times the upbringing, five times the background, five times the knowledge, and five times the exposure. When you face dilemmas and challenges, as you often will, an extra set of eyes is always better than just your eyes. Use your tribe as a sounding board. Every big decision that you're conflicted about have to fight to prove its merit. Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, Iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Tip number three, when your friends or your family or your loved ones don't get it and they don't see why you're fighting for this dream or why you're keeping on a course of action, don't focus on it. Your friends will believe when they see. You, on the other hand, have to see before you believe. That moment when you see it, 
When you see your dream and your vision in your mind and you see it clearly, life will have already changed for you. Think about the story of David. David was just a boy when Samuel came and anointed him to be king in 1 Samuel 16. Nothing really changed for David. After being anointed, he went back to tending sheep. So even though he was just a boy tending sheep, the shift had already occurred. He was now a boy with a calling upon his life, tending sheep. Huge difference. That moment when you know and you know what you're doing and you know where you're trying to go, hold on to that moment. It will keep you going. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. The next group of tips is about doubling down on things that increase our faith. Mark 9 verse 23 says, If you can believe, said Jesus, everything is possible for the one who believes. Tip number four, Keep your vision board close. Keep your journal close. Go back to it time and time again. Write down what you know for sure. Abacook 2.3 says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. At the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come and it will not lie. Sometimes you have to remind yourself why you started. Sometimes you have to remind yourself why you should keep going. Tip number five, make a conscious decision to grow in Christ. Grow in relationship with the God who has sent you. Trust him. Read the word. Numbers 23 verse 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Shall he not do it? Or has he spoken it? And will he not make it good? Everything that you know that God has spoken to you will happen. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter what happens in between. Nothing can steal the destiny that God has given you. Tip number six, don't be afraid to use all the weapons that God has given us for this fight. As believers, sometimes we hold back. God has given us prayer. He's given us fasting. Things get hard, go deeper in prayer. Go into a fast. Seek clarity. God will tell you what to do. Don't allow situations to crush you when you have a place to go where you can gain the direction that you need. The psalmist said it well. Your word is a lamp unto my feet, light unto my path. Go to God. Go to him in prayer. Fast. Get direction. And get back on your journey with more fire than you've ever had. Number seven. Watch your words. Speak life into every situation. Don't talk down on yourself, even if things aren't right. Be humble. God will exalt you. Speak yourself up in faith. That doesn't mean you have to show off or be boastful. That's why I said be humble, because God is going to exalt you. But speak yourself up in faith. What you know about being a child of God. What you know about yourself based on that. If you don't believe in yourself and your dream, why should anyone else? Teach your tongue to be your encourager. James 3 verse 6 says, The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body and sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. Don't set your own dreams on fire with your own tongue, with the words that you speak about yourself or about your business 
or about what you're trying to do. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, but speak yourself up. If not out loud, speak yourself up in your mind and in your heart and encourage yourself to keep going. Tip number eight, be sober-minded. Billionaire Ray Dalio says, there are only three things that you need to keep going. You need a dream, you need reality, and you need determination. In order to attack something and conquer it, you must see it for what it is, or else you will underprepare and be doomed to fail from the start. Be sober, see reality, prepare, prepare, prepare. Be ever learning and improving your skill. Ask yourself that time and time again. Where am I in the 10,000 hours to expertise? 1 Peter 5a says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith. Tip number nine, separate yourself from the business. Don't let it define you. It's not all about you. Remove that pressure from yourself. You're a vessel being used to make an impact. The mission is bigger than you. Your only duty is to work in a way that is worthy to serve the living God. Bring excellence only. That's the only pressure that you should carry is to bring your best. Remember the word says, whatever your hands find to do, do it as unto the Lord. Serve your customer like you are serving Jesus. The final tip, tip number 10. Don't be surprised by the tests. You are going to be tested in every way along this journey. But remember, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. James 1 verse 3 to 4 says, For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Perseverance is steadfastness, is staying power. You're in this to win. You're in this to conquer. Not just for one hit. You don't want to be a one-hit wonder. So prepare your mind to know that on this entrepreneurial journey, there are going to be tests. Nevertheless, these tests are going to give you staying power. With no test, you can have staying power. Sun Tzu in The Art of War says, Every battle is won before it's ever fought. The mindset and the spirit of an entrepreneur are critical to reaching the end. This is self-care for the entrepreneur. Remove all threats to your faith. Believe. And then double down on things that increase your faith. Keep believing, and when things get hard, fan that belief, because it's going to take you places, and you're going somewhere, and you're going to make it. God desires that you prosper, even as your soul prospers. If you got any value out of this, please do leave a review, and to join the conversation, go to www.reinventingperspectives.com. We'd love to hear what you have to say, and check out our YouTube page, Reinventing Perspectives. Thank you again, and until next episode, stay safe.